0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. We are on the third season. It's incredible. Yoga is actually, the meaning is union. So it's a union of the body, mind, and spirit. It is spirituality. It wow. is. This is the lowest place in creation. This is where God wants to be known. Growth is growth, no matter how little it is. Oh, absolutely. All the shit that I thought I was is falling away, and every day it falls away. I feel better about life, and I'm able to beat me. Yoga doesn't want you to really forget about the emotion. They want you to move with the emotion. I've never thought of to do that, and I'm doing it right now, and my mind is kind of blown. All right, I think I got... Yeah, oh yeah, that looks good. Okay, I'm sounding okay. Never really know until I just begin. Oh, I need to turn you off. Jericho. I just love it when I'm in the middle of doing something and I realize, oh, did not put my phone on silent. So who's the a-hole in the room? Lorelai's the a-hole in the room. (laughs) Oh, well, it's fine. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. I am Lorelai and thank you so much for being here with me for another episode of amazing topics and crystals and quotes and random things that I like to talk about. <laughs> so, um I'm really excited to be talking to you guys about something that I actually spoke about way early on in like the very first season, but I felt like it needed to be rebrought back up and kind of like revamped and revitalized and just talked about cuz i feel like it was something something that I feel like a lot of people are really interested in and want to understand, and so let's talk about it again, why not? And especially since as we go forward and we learn more things, we learn more about these different items and different topics, so I'm excited to be talking about this again because I feel like I have a better knowledge base about it as well, uh, especially in going through classes and talking to people and learning more about actually how to visualize these things i'm very excited to be talking to you guys about auras today again because i'm pretty sure auras was like the third or fourth episode it was like a million years ago so that was a gross over exaggeration but whatever (laughs) it was a while ago (laughs) so anyway um let's let's bring it on back and talk about the crystals that I have today. So um, I actually have had these, one of them I've had for a really long time and the other one I just bought recently. I had no idea it existed until now. So um, let me pull up my little. So the first crystal I wanna talk to you about is Caribbean Calcite. Now it's a super beautiful stone that is usually like this really like beautiful Mediterranean blue green teal color and it has lots of white and then some like creamy sort of like brown sandy type of brown and white textured through it absolutely gorgeous stone and it has a really beautiful meaning and of course funny enough it's about transformation and um If you guys have been following me and listening to these episodes for however long, a little over a year now, you know that I am very much drawn to all the transformation stones. So uh, Caribbean calcite is a stone of spiritual awakening. Transformation and emotional understanding so this information I'm getting from sagecrystals.com forward slash blogs forward slash properties for slash caribbean calcite and then a whole bunch of other things see it in the you, I'll put I'll make sure to put this in the description so you guys can go and look at this if you want to see what this blog says so An ideal stone to use in meditation, Caribbean calcite helps us access our inner vision and connect to our higher selves to gain a sense of purpose, a true sense of self, and begin a journey of ultimate self-discovery. This stone can aid in enhancing our psychic abilities and clairvoyant gifts. Caribbean calcite helps us to access our intuition as we gain insight, knowledge, and inspiration. It is a helpful stone during times of new beginnings and personal growth. A calming stone, Caribbean calcite, encourages us to live in the present moment. It offers relief from stress and anxiety and promotes restful sleep and lucid dreaming. Caribbean calcite opens, activates, and heals the crown and third eye chakras. It is associated to the steady drive of Taurus and the harmonious charm of Libra. So, absolutely love Caribbean calcite it's super calming when you hold it it helps you to kind of just Tap into those parts of yourself that makes you feel safe to see and understand, but also feel calm in your physical body. So it's a wonderful stone, as, a, as this article says, to meditate with and even just to have next to you when you're sleeping to help you kind of slow down your thought processes, slow down your whole body so that you can get some restful sleep um, and have really amazing meditations. So that's Caribbean calcite. And this is the one that I just picked up recently. And I was a little apprehensive at first because it was just kind of like, this is, this is kind of crazy, but I had to get it because it's new and I've never heard of it before. And I, you know, wanted to, I wanted to talk about it. So this little baby is sulfur quartz and basically basically this is this has a significant amount of sulfur in it and sulfur is toxic so you want to make sure like after I'm done with this I'm gonna wash my hands um and it it's so crazy so if you tap this with another crystal it smells like sulfur (laughs) it's it smells like sulfur and it's just that rotten egg smell. So that's why I was kind of like, why am I getting this? Oh, because you guys would love to hear about this crazy stinky crystal. So anyway, I I had to get it and I had to talk about it here because this is this is bonkers. So even if you don't tap it, you can kind of get a whiff of some of the sulfur. It's very mild, but if you tap it, it releases some of the sulfur and it's like, "Oh my god. Ugh, rotten eggs, Jesus." So, I looked up sulfur quartz and obviously there's metaphysical properties around it. So thecrystalcouncil.com forward slash crystals forward slash sulfur quartz is the article that I'm reading off of. So the science and origin of sulfur quartz and what makes it so stinky is obviously um, the sulfur quartz. It's commonly a mineral that crystallizes in the form of masses, tiny prismatic crystals, large pointed generators, scepters, and double terminated quartz configurations. Historically, it's been referred to as brimstone due to the smell of rotting eggs when struck together its color can range from a light pale yellow like this one to a bold defining gold that resembles the rays of the sun although this mineral can be found throughout the world in places such as Canada Japan and the United States the main commercialized deposits are coming out of Brazil so here let's talk about the meaning and the energy with this very stinky rock so Sulphur quartz resonates directly with one's personal will and helps reignite their inner emotions that drive us forward each day. A renewed growth cycle will begin to engage your body when tapping into the stone's energies. This newfound perspective of yourself and the world around you will help you see what is you truly, what it is you truly want. A majority of souls that are lost in the world have no vision of what they view as important and achievable. This leads people down a scary path full of sadness, monotony, and emotional carnage. Ooh, they really put carnage in this. <laughs> oh my god, emotional carnage to boot. Like it's not just like you know you think like wartime, like blood and guts and glory and all that carnage. This is emotional carnage. Now, can we use our imaginations as to what that looks like? Jesus, yikes. Okay, anyway. One of the major defining factors of sulfur quartz is its passive ability to lead one's mind while providing hope for your emotional body and spirit. Allow your newly illuminated core to infuse with your own unique cognitive abilities. Remind oneself of the power you possess and begin to display it through creating, manifesting, building, and driving forward each day and it also amplifies your desires. So sulfur quartz enables you to truly create your own path in this world while directing your full attention to achieving your goals and desires. As you begin working with the stone and become more comfortable with its vibrations, one must begin to channel their own energies into it. Grab a piece of sulfur quartz and begin placing your most desired intentions into it. This can be done through extreme mental focus or vocal repetitions this is vital as it makes your dreams and desires physical and known to the universe the quartz is an enhancing crystal and will strengthen this newly conjured energy while channeling it directly towards your personal will this allows one's body to become enchanted and strengthened while maintaining a clear mind with laser sharp focus lastly this crystal will provide you with reassurance that the journey you are on is the right one So pretty extraordinary meaning behind this crystal. So I I really love having this. This is actually, funny enough, like I didn't, you know, squirrel this away somewhere. It's always been up in my room, up on top of my shelf. So it's in my space all the time, which is so funny because I didn't think that I would want it like super in my space because I wasn't super attracted to it right away, but I inadvertently kept it near me at all times. So I think that that's really interesting. And I also feel like this serves a higher purpose than just being a stinky stone. So (laughs) plus, I mean, seriously, you guys just tapping it together and oh oh my God, so fucking stinky. Oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, so As as the article was saying, this stone is very relative to your solar plexus and even your sacral area. So if these are areas that need healing, the stone will be very helpful with those areas, especially in relation to your personal will and your drive towards achieving goals, which is a very solar plexus energetic. Um, And they also has this element of creativity and channeling and manifesting from the inside. So that way you can actually bring it into uh, manifestation on the outside. So if this is where you're at, if you're trying to enable these desires into, you know, physical manifestation, sulfur quartz is going to be an excellent ally for you. So get you some and try not to tap it too many times because it's really stinky. (laughs) Okay, I'm moving on now. Okay. All right. So let's go on to the quote of the week. And I actually, funny enough, I found this on a, I found this on a site on like a, like a wave Wayf- on the Wayfair website. And it was, it was like a quote on one of those things that like a, like a thing you put a piece of art that you put on the wall. And I, I really loved the quote. So I looked it up and I found it, that it was from uh, this woman named Deb Sofield. And the quote is effect, or I'm sorry, attract what you expect, reflect what you desire, become what you respect, and mirror what you admire. I mean, I love that. I don't know about attract what you expect, but I really do love the quote in and of itself. I feel like it's like embody the things that you are wanting to bring into your life and become the thing that you're wanting to bring into your life that is gonna bring that, be that change that you need to happen, that positive thing. Okay, let's talk about auras again. (laughs) So um, I looked up um, a really great a, a really great article um, from healthline.com and it's healthline.com forward slash health forward slash what is an aura hashtag what is it <laughs> um and I thought I thought this was really well done um it was written by Cheryl Crumpler PhD um I'm sorry medically reviewed by Cheryl Crumpler written by Kimberly Holland on January 5th of 2022 um, and I like that this was like an actual, like they actually had a physician or a, you know, somebody with a doctorate read over the stuff to ensure like some sort of scientific accuracy, which, you know, I, I really love. And I also um, wanted to show you guys, I there are actually devices out there that can Take a picture of your aura and show you in real time the color of your aura that is being emitted from your chakra bodies. And so, I, I actually have something like this um, to show you guys in a little bit. Once we kind of go over what is an aura, what what what's going on with that, and why do you admit it? Eh, eh, why do you emit it? I'm having such a hard time with the words today. Like today is a day for Lorelei with the words. It's just. a thing anyway so what what exactly are auras so As human beings, we radiate a very low level of electricity that's otherwise known as electromagnetic field. um, So an ancient system of medicine such as Hindu scriptures like the Vedas believe that this energy is expressed in seven layers. Each layer is said to correlate to a different element of your physical, mental, spiritual and emotional health. It's thought that these layers can interact with one another to influence your overall health. So your aura is thought to be a luminous body that surrounds your physical one. Each layer and any problems in them surround your body in a net of energy. So what do the different aura colors mean? And if in case you didn't know, there are different colors and generally they follow the same projection as your seven chakra layers and that is the same the same thing as the color spectrum of light um so and that would be roy g biv do we remember that from grade school <clears throat> so roy g biv is red orange yellow green blue indigo violet right Did i do that right roy g biv yeah okay so red In your aura which usually represents your root chakra talks about being well grounded it's energetic and it's strong-willed so this is a a seat if if you are illuminating a generous amount of red there's many of different things that that could mean but in the color chart and associated with this article um, it is talking about a healthy root chakra but there's another meaning if you're emitting strong red energy and we'll get to that So orange talks about being adventurous, thoughtful, considerate, also having a powerful sexual drive and that ability to um, and, and really sitting in your passion. And then we move up to yellow and that is very creative, energetic. It's very relaxing. It's very friendly. It also emits a generous amount of of joy and happiness. Uh, Think of it as sort of like sunshine. If you see yellow or even gold in your aura, that could represent something that is very joyful and happy and sunshiny, right? And then we have green, which is social, good communication, nurturing. It also um, usually emanates around people who are in healing practices. So you'll see people that are Reiki workers or people who are in the healthcare field, they'll usually emanate some green. Um, Chiropractors, um, if there's any sort of energy healing that they do, they usually emanate some green. Um, Blue is usually representative of intuition, spiritualistic, and free-thinking. Um, And then we've got indigo, which is uh, representative of curiosity, spiritually connected and very gentle. And then finally, we have violet, which is usually very wise, intellectual and independent. So one question, are auras real? So though no scientific studies exist to prove the existence of an aura, many practices and philosophies do believe that they are real. However, the interpretation of what an aura actually is may vary among practices and philosophies. All things have energy. It's the way you send out vibes or awareness. But it's unclear whether that energy can truly be thought of as a manifestation of the spiritual and physical body. In other words, not everyone believes that auras are a reflection of your state or being. One way to think of an aura is as the energy that someone around you emits. Some people make you nervous. Others relax you. This, in some ways, could be seen as a reaction to the energy they radiate, which is very interesting to me. So the other question is, are auras the same thing as vibes? So kind of. Vibes are short for vibrational frequency, which is what an aura is comprised of. Your energy may tell someone around you that you're angry or elated, distraught or excited, even without you saying a word. Likewise, you may sense those emotions from another person. You're tapping into the frequency that person is operating on. And um, our frequency or vibe is what others can sense or what attracts to repulse us from others, depending on how our frequency works with theirs. So the next question, does everyone have an aura? So yes everyone and this isn't just human beings this is any energetic being so anything that is living and this person says yes every living human has an energy field around them other living things such as trees flowers or animals can also have an energy field So a 2018 paper published in the Journal of Traditional Chinese Medicine Sciences describes the human body as containing both visible and invisible parts. The author goes on to say that measuring a human energy system would require tools beyond what scientists have access to today. While no scientific studies prove that everyone has an aura, it's generally accepted that every living human has an energy field around them. It's just not always good, right? So some believe that the human energy field may be more complex than that of other organisms because we're more evolved. We're all broadcasting like radio stations without even knowing it which is absolutely true. We're always giving out some sort of a communication regardless of if we're actually saying anything. You can sense and you can feel what somebody is going through just by being around them. Even if it's nothing being spoken, you can sense what's happening just by being in their space. So what does an aura look like? So some feel that how an aura looks depends on how you capture it so the camera so some people use the camera so the camera uses hand sensors that pick up this energy field and a proprietary algorithm matches this energy to a color so that's the thing i believe that i used to take a picture of my aura colors Another type of oral photography um, is believed to capture the aura as an egg shaped circle around the physical body. Artists have depicted it like a halo or a bubble of light surrounding the physical body. So, um, which is very interesting because it does really kind of sit around and when i visualize somebody's aura i it's it's i start picking up color after i've sort of relaxed my eyes around them and usually it's much easier to see if they're sitting or standing up against a white background and if you've ever looked at like pavement and you've seen heat sort of like on a hot day and you've seen like the heat sort of like wave above the the pavement it's similar to that because it's there isn't much color right away I mean some people emit a generous amount of color and some people are more sensitive to what colors look like for me I can sit there and I can see the aura around somebody, especially if there's like, you know, a pretty um, neutral background that's relatively light in color. And it looks sort of like this clear emission that's around them. And then if I keep looking for a while, I can start to see some color around and it sort of reminds me of you know those pieces of art that's sort of like the trick of the eye and you have to look at it long enough to start to see the the picture within the picture it's sort of like that relaxing your gaze and looking into the image to see what's underneath the image that's your that's just the surface okay so how do you see your aura? So the, I just went over some of that for you. But in this article, it says cameras like uh, like the one we were just talking about are said to be one way to see your aura. But if you don't have access to the spectral equipment, there are other ways you may be able to sense the energy fields around your body. Some people are able to see their aura by softening and slightly squinting their eyes and looking in a mirror. However, that takes practice. And it really, really does, you guys. It just takes time and patience and eventually you do start to see it your aura may be picked up by your peripheral vision that is if you focus on it you won't see it but if you look away you may begin to see colors or light arise so you know sometimes i feel like whenever you um whenever you like either close your eyes or you look away and you see sort of like a little bead of light or you see sort of like a color that's sort of like just flashes in your vision I believe that is what they're talking about it's it is your own emission of your aura that you're seeing sometimes they look like those little um uh you know whenever you get dizzy or something you see like little spots or something like that like sometimes they can look like little um little dots of light that are a specific color Um, for me I would see for the longest time I would see orange and then I would see most recently it's more like purple and blue which i think is very interesting so um, over time it you know it in the beginning it tends to be a little bit fuzzy but then over time it starts to sharpen and you start to see more vibrant colors and again it takes some time so with this author it says initially she was able to see fuzzy white light about an inch or two in thickness and then over time it accelerated to vibrant color so is it easier to see someone else's aura? And the, or the the author says here that it depends. When you're trying to sense your own aura, you have the ability to focus and meditate and spend the time trying to engage with your spiritual energy, which is very important. I feel like you should be in contact with that first and foremost. So that way you understand where you are and what your energy is first before anybody else but I digress. You have almost no control over those elements in another person. So however, some people may have more pronounced aura than others. So this could make it easier for you to sense theirs before you are ever able to see your own. Okay, so why are there often several different colors in one aura? And that is absolutely 100% true. You can have A myriad of different colors in your aura and I'll show you what mine looks like in a bit here so each layer of your aura is said to be represented by a different color some believe that the way these colors vary and interact illustrates how emotionally spiritually and physically complex you are for example It's said that some layers may be brighter if you're more vibrant or have greater energy, and some layers uh, may be dull if you're under a great deal of stress, depressed, or physically ill. Something else to consider is a lack of color generally isn't thought to be a cause for concern. Your aura is said to change over time, so colors may come and go. Okay, so and then they go down through all the different colors again and the color placement and they have like a graphic here that i'll be sure to put up um so the absolute layer is the crown chakra the intuitional layer is the third eye chakra the spiritual layer is the throat the astral layer is the heart Your emotional layer is the solar, then there's the sacral layer, which is your sacral, and then your physical layer, which is your root. So each layer of your aura is said to correspond to a different chakra. Chakras are thought to be different centers of energy within your body, as we've talked about ad nauseum so much on this podcast. Some layers or chakras may be more dominant, which is very true. Others may be less visible and less easily sensed. So here's the breakdown of the different layers and their colors. So the root or the physical layer is red, which may be sensed or may even be visible between your tailbone and your pelvic bone. The sacral layer, which is orange, may be sensed below your navel. Your emotional layer, which is yellow, which may be sensed around your solar plexus or the area below your rib cage and around the center of your stomach. The astral layer or your heart chakra is green, which may be sensed in or around your chest. Your spiritual layer or the throat chakra, which is blue, which may be sensed at the base of your throat. And then the intuitional layer or the third eye is indigo or deep purple, which may be sensed at the center of your forehead. And then the absolute layer or your crown chakra, which is usually white or violet, which may be sensed at the top of your head. So what do the different layers mean? So going back down to the the root or the physical area, this layer may be diminished while we're awake and replenished when we rest. It's said to be connected to our physical comforts and health as well as our five senses. The astral layer. This emotional layer is said to emit our sensitive nature. It's where we provide self-love. So the lower mental This is your waking self may use this layer frequently because it's said to be where reason and thought patterns reside. You use the energy of this layer to work, study, focus, and execute on your beliefs and values. So let me make sure I'm getting all of these right here. So it went from the physical, which is your root, and then the astral, which is your heart And then it says the lower mental, which I believe is probably your third eye. And then your spiritual, which is your throat. And then it says your intuition. So we're back at the third eye and absolute, which is your crown. So maybe because they're calling it the astral, but then they say the astral layer is the heart chakra. So hold up. Physical. So, okay, okay, so maybe they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, there's seven there. Higher mental, lower mental. What are they doing here? So, (laughs) physical, astral, emotional layer, which would be heart, lower mental, waking self, said to be where the reason and thought patterns reside which would make me think that's in your head work study focus and execute on your beliefs and values higher mental this layer which may serve as a bridge between the other layers you connect your care for yourself and your care for others spiritual this layer you may connect with other people over spiritual matters you're said to grow and shine brighter when you teach share and engage with others on a spiritual level An intuitional, the celestial plane is said to act as your third eye. It may help you see your dreams and be aware of your own intuition or instincts. Sounds like third eye to me. An absolute, which is the final oral layer, which may act as a net of sorts, keeping each of the individual layer confined and balanced in harmony. So maybe they're just utilizing the sacral layer as an astral and then the lower mental as your, um, as your uh, solar plexus area higher mental which would be heart spiritual throat intuitional third eye absolute that's the only thing i can draw a conclusion from because otherwise it, it, i feel like they're kind of utilizing the same verbiage and same rhetoric for different things here so that's the only thing okay so physical root astral sacral lower mental which is your solar plexus higher mental heart spiritual throat intuitional third eye absolute crown Are we following? Is it clear as mud you guys? (laughs) Okay. Anyway, can your aura change over time? Proponents believe it can. And I'm telling you right now for sure in my, in my practice, it absolutely has changed. Everyone's energy changes and you want it to change. You want it to be better. For the most part, it changes differently for everyone and there's no set formula. Your emotions and experiences are said to have a real-time impact on your aura. This means that if your aura is dim now, it likely won't stay that way forever. So is it possible to turn your aura off? It's thought that you cannot turn off your aura, which makes sense because you you can't stop energy. You can't. Energy cannot be just there. You can never. It can. It cannot die. It can only change it to something else, and that's via, via physics, right? So uh, that's like wanting to turn our emotions off and on. Um, it's part of us, like an energetic organ. So even if you don't want to be emitting anything, it's it's not going to change the fact that you're you're constantly feeling and projecting no matter what you do about it so i don't think that there's a real way that you can turn it off or on but there is a way that you can cleanse it so you may be able to cleanse and repair your aura so there are different techniques that may be able to help this the first one is positive affirmations So as you may take um, a shower to wash away your physical dirt, you may also bathe yourself in positive thoughts to wash away negative energy and allow you to focus on more optimistic ideas. And this looks different for every single person. Positive affirmations are a really amazing way to allow yourself to change your inner dialogue and therefore start to heal past traumas or woundings or triggers or things that you maybe are uncomfortable with that you want to find a way to get comfortable with. So I think a good example of this would be, you know, there's a a lot of women that I know of, myself included, that can have a really hard time connecting with their true sexual self. And so Being able to positively affirm that you are this being, that you can feel safe and comfortable in being a very passionate individual and really own your sexuality, that is something that will begin to heal this really sacred area that is meant to be used in a way that most truly and authentically represents yourself and your energy. And so um, I feel like if you utilize affirmations that even though at the time you may feel like, no, I don't I don't feel comfortable saying those things because I don't believe it, it's one of those things that you have to straight keep saying it. You have to keep looking at the phrase, writing it on your mirror or putting in a sticky note on your mirror or whatever and looking at it. And mirror work is incredible for this. Looking at yourself and doing this, that's a whole other ball game because it's like you're talking to yourself and you're telling yourself these things. And I know it seems rather cliche, but honestly you guys this is the way we get these habits and these these old patterns within ourselves changed so that we can be better individuals and we can be whole people and not walking around with these voids within ourselves because we don't know how to positively affirm ourselves and heal ourselves so positive affirmations are an incredible way to begin that cycle of positive change so also there's meditation and i've been harping on you guys since day one for meditation so spending time focused on your emotional and mental health may make your aura more vibrant so even spending five minutes a day quiet or in contemplation or allowing yourself to let go and just set even if it's just a even if it's a meditation that helps guide you so a guided meditation so that way you're able to kind of work through whatever you're going through or if it's just taking a minute to listen to some hertz frequencies or a solfeggio or a binaural beat and you just get out of your head for a moment for five minutes and allow yourself to drop into your body and just breathe and be centered five minutes then and, and that can make a huge difference in your day I mean all the difference in the world so that's how you build your practice you begin with a little and then before you know it you could be doing hour-long meditations just as a part of your routine so visualizations which is like my most favorite thing i love doing visualizations so imagining yourself cleaning your aura by breathing in positive energy and breathing out negative light or negative honestly i feel like it looks sort of like smoke or you know something that looks like i'm breathing it out it's gone it's dissipated into the into the nothingness so may help you eliminate smudges or dark spots in your oral layers now what they're talking about that is if you have blocked or trauma or wounding or, you know, old thought patterns or, you know, um, imbalances in your chakra bodies, which emanate in your aura. That's what they're talking about. Having those dark spots or, you know, different, uh, you know, things in your aura that look unhealthy, like gray or brown or black, even uh, that don't look healthy. Um, These things you want to work on with those positive affirmations and meditation, finding this area that needs the work and breathing into it and giving those positive affirmation, visualizing this area spinning and glowing brighter and releasing some of that whatever is there, the smudges, the dark spots, whatever it may be. So smudging burning sage is an ancient tradition used to clear rooms or people of negative energy so that is exactly what it is so if you burn sage or palo santo and you you know you can just waft it into your auric areas and into your energetic body so you just draw the smoke over your face and your third eye your throat your heart your solar plexus sacral root all the things do it on the outside of your arms, almost like you're just imagining, just cleaning it out. Smudge yourself, smudge yourself. Um, and then energy balancing and healing. Spiritual teachers and advisors may help you to help you. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow, that got really redundant there. Excuse me. Spiritual teachers and advisors may be able to help you find the source of energy imbalances and work to even them out. So what they're saying there is find a Reiki healer. Find a Reiki healer or somebody that works in energy and aura cleansing, and ha- that will help you to clean out your aura. I actually did that the um yesterday even. Um, I was at a um, an event, and I just encountered some somebody that. It was just a lot of of negativity and, you know, it wasn't bad. It just, you know, there wasn't really much interaction. It just, you feel it straight away. And I I came to my friend Isabel, who is a Reiki master, certified Reiki master. And I said, Is, can you just do a quick... And she's like, oh, yeah, girl, I got you. And she took her Lemurian starseed quartz and cut any cording and all the cleaned out all the gunk. And I it was like I could breathe better. And it was almost like a sense of like when you care a lot about something that doesn't matter, it becomes light. And you're just like, oh, it's fine. I'm okay. It's fine. I'm good. It's great. I love Reiki healers. They're the most magnificent humans, truly and completely. So, um. All right, so let's move on to the next thing. What if you can't see or feel anything? So sensing your own aura may take time. Learning how to cleanse it can also require time and effort. So as humans, we spend a lot of time on physical aspects of ourselves, and this is so true. A lot of people get stuck and hung up on the physical vision and hearing and doing all the physical things that they forget that in spirituality, it's not about the physical that we're really interested in, although the physical healing comes with the spiritual healing practice. So uh, if we spend more time focusing our attention on the aura, which is a portion of our divine self or the soul, we would experience less pain and hardship. If the aura is clear and strong, it would literally guide us and put us in the position to live the best life we know we deserve and desire. So I think this is a funny question. Are professional aura readings legit? I mean, I think so. Aura readings and healings are as legitimate as you may make them out to be. If you find value in your healer or guide's words and advice, you may be able to reap many benefits and develop healthier practices. If you don't find any clarity in the reading, that's okay too. Each person approaches this element or spiritual health differently. So, the bottom line. Many spiritual advisors, energy practitioners, and others who work with oral health believe that the physical body is closely connected to the emotional and spiritual bodies. The aura is seen as just one representation of this connection. So understanding and being aware of your aura can take time, but the practice of focusing on your own spiritual and emotional health may go a long way to helping your overall health no matter the outcome, of any attempt to overhaul or revitalize your oral health. So just remember that positive thoughts and changing negative thought patterns can bring energy healing and great self-appreciation. Okay, so that is the, that is the, um, I got like a hair in my eye, there we go. Um, that That was the article that I thought was really interesting and very informative and I loved it. So let me show you sort of what. <laughs> so at the um, local crystal shop that I, I go to and that I work out of quite frequently, um, they have this incredible aura camera, in which case it you sit down in front of it and you place your hand on this pad and it reads how your chakra bodies are emitting into your auric field. And it is really freaking interesting. So let me see if I can show you, first of all, I'll show you what, if I have like eight pages here. Like they, they made, it was a very thorough report, <laughs> obviously. And um, I don't know if they had a picture of how my auras were, or like the different chakra bodies. Oh yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is what it looks like. So apparently my throat and my third eye and my crown well, mostly my throat and my third eye are super open. And then you have like my root and my sacral, my poor sacral is just like, meow. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and then my solar plexus is pretty open, but then my heart was a little bit closed. So you can see sort of like where you need to work on with these cameras, which is super interesting. And I also noticed that when I, when I sat down initially, my heart chakra was super open. And then I started thinking about um, some one of my friends that I was in sort of like a, having an issue with. And I saw as I was talking about it with the woman taking my, the, the, the pictures um, or doing the video, I saw my heart chakra starting to close. And I was like, that is freaking bonkers. Crazy pants. Like that thing is picking up my, my heartache in this situation. What? <laughs> freaking crazy, I tell you anyway so this was the the auric picture they took my picture and excuse me it's not the best picture in the world because it's hot as balls it was like august um so this was the auric picture and hopefully you guys can see it so there's orange and yellow a little bit of green and even a little bit of blue so i had a lot going on but the most is my was yellow which says your mental state is intelligent and analytical I said that the left side was orange. The energy that flows into your field is adventurous and enthusiastic. The center was yellow as well, so my essence is joyful and optimistic. The right is green. Um, Others experience your energy as balanced and harmonious. And the bottom was also yellow. Your grounding is optimistic and based on an analytical intelligence. So, freaking awesome, right? Really interesting. And, go. I mean, this entire report is super interesting. I mean, there's so many pages, but I don't want to keep you guys forever and ever and ever. So give it a shot, you guys. Try out some of this auric gazing and see what you find. It takes time and practice, but if you find, like, a friend or a loved one or even yourself and you look in the mirror and there's a neutral background and you start to see what your aura looks like even just seeing the just the the clear emission of energy around your head and shoulders is huge that's like that is seeing your energetic aura even if you're not seeing colors and you're just seeing some kind of emission you're doing it you're freaking doing it (laughs) so that pretty much covers it you guys that is auras and i hope that it was a little bit more than my very first one I wanted to kind of revamp it and talk about it again because it's super interesting and I hope you guys loved it if you have any questions make sure that you dm me you can leave a message um, in the comments below also and if you're listening to this be sure to check out um where all my video podcasts live which is on akashaflix.com so check out akashaflix um (laughs) (laughs) because that's where all my video podcasts live. And I have tons of classes on there for crystals and Zodiac. And I also have a master class on psychic development. So go check it out. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. And there's also a myriad of other people that have amazing content on there. Either way, go check it out. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast so they can continue to bring you all the wonderful things. And I love you guys. And I hope you have a fantastic week. And I look forward to talking at you again soon. Until then, love and light to you all. Sulfur quartz, excuse me, sulfur quartz resonated. uh, I'm sorry. Let me rewind. Okay. Looks good. I think I got all my notes. I got all my crystals. And okay. Alright. I think I'm ready for this. I think so anyway. Find <laughs> out. Okay, let's.